Are you ready? Brace yourself. Now back to the Matt Wyatt Show. All right, back with you rolling along here in the second half of the show in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to have to tell you who it was. So I asked, I played that little highlight clip I found from the uh, the Super Bowl played on this day in 1985. It was Super Bowl 19. It was the most watched Super Bowl game ever, 115.9 million people. It was the first Super Bowl that television commercials sold for $1 million a minute. In this highlight package, who was the narrator? Instead of an old-fashioned pep talk, Bill Walsh used sarcasm as a motivational tool. So who was that? You know who it was? The great Gene Hackman. Yep, Gene Hackman. You know, Hoosiers. Unforgiven. I mean, just... Oh, no, no, that's who it was. Gene Hackman. And he's 91 years old. He turned 91 years old on, um, what, January 30th of last year. So he'll be 92 in 10 days from today. Gene Hackman will turn 92 years old in 10 days from today. And like a lot of actors, you know, we, a lot of times we'll bring up an actor's name. We look them up and kind of look up their filmography, and you'll always be blown away at how much stuff these people were in that you didn't even know. <laughs> and I'm sure over his career, that would be the same way, but certainly an all-timer right there. And speaking of all-timers, he's on your radio right now, voice of the Bulldogs on the radio. He was on the call last night for Mississippi State men's basketball on your radio on this very radio station. You're hearing my voice from Gainesville and State. Couldn't quite pull it out on the road at Florida. He is Neil Price, and he's on our radio on the Divinity Equipment phone line right now neil good afternoon to you sir welcome back to mississippi well glad to be back uh a little cooler here than it was in gainesville yesterday yeah. but that's all right too uh gene hackman yeah always thought to me norman dale was was great one of the great movie characters uh how would you not want to play for norman dale right and uh you know i can't remember his name but he was equally great in the replacements. Much different kind of movie, coaching a bunch of scabs and, and you know a, a pro football strike. Uh, and uh, then I remember him as a small kid as Lex Luthor. Yes, that's that's the first thing I remember when I think of Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah, me too. And so, and so that's he was a, a great villain. Great he was villain. a great villain, and he was the villain in Unforgiven, like opposite Clint Eastwood. You know, so. You talk about a range, but Neil, you listen to you okay, Neil? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I, I didn't know. You listen to some of the movie titles that he's been in. I mean, not only you know Superman, Hoosiers, but we're talking Bonnie and Clyde. Um, you're talking about uh, A Bridge Too Far, uh, The Firm, French Connection, French Connection, Crimson Tide, Enemy of the State. Uh, you mentioned the replacements behind enemy lines, which was a fantastic movie. Yep. Um, just on and on and on it goes. Uh, he was, he was incredible. You ever been to that uh, gym where they filmed Hoosiers up in Indianapolis? You ever been there? I have, I have not. Uh, my uh, one of my best friends from high school, his daughter played in an AAU tournament uh, in Indy earlier. Well, I say earlier this year. I'm sorry. It tells you my sense of time. I still think it's last year. Yeah. Uh, back 
back in the summer of, of 21, they played an AAU tournament in Indy, and they took them to uh, – that's actually in Milan, I believe, okay. uh, Indiana. Uh, and they took them there to, to see it. And he sent pictures, and of course, you know, it's 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 just the coolest thing. Yeah. Um, my, my high school principal – his wife was from Indiana, went to Milan High School, which is the story that, that Hoosiers is based on. Uh, Hickory replaced Milan. Mm. Uh, but, you know, she would tell stories about, you know, what it was like when you had no classification in basketball. And, of course, they've given that up, you know, since. Um, but you could, you could have a small school, in theory, like that that could play the, the South Bend Centrals of the world, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and win, yeah. you know. And uh, there's something pretty cool about that. It's a great story. Um, you know, I mean, how how could you not root for those guys? Yeah. Uh, and I try to watch it once every basketball season. I had a junior college coach when I was doing JUCO games early in my career that he would get the team together and we watched it before every season. And I still try to watch it at least once during the season because it's, it's a good movie. Yeah, no doubt. It's been too long since I've seen it. Um, you know, Neil, here in the state of Mississippi, they do a, or used to years ago, do a thing called a Grand Slam. Like every classification had their state tournament, but then at the end, they'd bring the five or six winners and have a little Grand Slam between those. And they tried to revive that recently, and it didn't take, but uh, it is interesting that that's the way it used to be. Neil Price on your radio. Neil, uh, you were on the call, saw the game last night. State couldn't hang on against Florida in Gainesville. What did you make of that game? What was your take on it afterwards? You know, you have to give Florida a lot of credit because they were able to get a win that they needed without their best player, okay? Mm -hmm. Um they were scrappy, played hard, hustled. Uh, that's not to say State didn't. I thought Coach Allen summed it up pretty well when we talked after the game. You know, they were right where they needed to be with seven and a half minutes to go. Mm. They're up eight points with seven and a half minutes left and then just couldn't execute offensively, couldn't do what they needed to do to close it out on the road. And, you know, so now in two true road games, they're 0-2. Both of them are conference games. And the common thread, I guess, is that there have been stretches within those games. It was a stretch in the first half at Ole Miss that kind of put them in a hole that they, they couldn't get out of. And it was a stretch in the final seven and a half minutes at Florida that proved to be their undoing. So they've got to find a way to, to put together a 40-minute game on the road if they're going to reach their potential. Um, they've got the players, I believe, to do it. I really do. Um, but, I mean, you look at last night and, you know, I think two points in the final five minutes, five and change, something like that. And, you know, your, your best player who scored ten in the first half and was getting about anywhere he wanted to go off the dribble, Iverson Molinar, gets held to two in the second half. It's, it's a tough recipe if you're trying to win games away from home. No doubt. Well, and what are what has been Howland said about the the recurring bad stretch? You know, like last night, a almost a six minute stretch in those last seven minutes of not hitting a field goal. Like, where do those come from? Does it does it is it? Do you just have to have a takeover player? 
And what does he say about that stuff? Well, just that it, it can't happen. Mm-hmm. If you're going to win, you know, you can't win that way. Um, in terms of, you know, what what has to happen to prevent it, um, I don't know that I have an answer for you other than they've just got to be sharper. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes down to you've got to be you've got to be mentally and physically tough for 40 minutes. You can't put it on cruise control. Uh, there, there were moments in that game last night, Matt, where, where State clearly looked like they were the better team. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they had a double-digit lead on a couple of different occasions in that game, and you're sitting here going, okay, it's, it is not beyond the realm of possibility that these guys are going to win a fourth consecutive game against Florida, and they're going to win back-to-back in Gainesville for the first time since the 1930s. Yeah. Okay? I mean, it, it was there. Um, didn't happen that way. So, you know, the only thing you can do is move forward. You know, so the next game is against Ole Miss. It's a game that State needs to win, uh, not just to even the series with their rival, but they need to win it to, to keep going, build some positive momentum, heading into a tough week next week, going to Kentucky and going to play a good Texas Tech team on the road. Neil Price on your radio right now. And, you know, like last night, Shaquille Moore, he hits those three-point shots in the first half, and then I think he was one for five in the second half. Um, but, Neil, is that an – do you feel like that's a persisting issue also is you don't really know night to night if there is a three-point threat in a maroon uniform or not. We don't – like it's not consistent enough to know if it's there every night. Am I off? Yeah, the – no, the inconsistency is, is it is a problem, yes, uh, because, you know, and Coach Allen has said this a number of times, too. He believes that State's a much better three-point shooting team than what it's shown, and, you know, he's got practice data to back that up, and I tend to agree with him. I mean, Iverson Molinar in his career has shown us he is a better three-point shooter than what he has done statistically to this point in the year. Um, Shaquille Moore is showing us he is capable, yeah. but it's just got to be consistent, you know. Um, boy, if they could start knocking them down, what mm-hmm. a difference it would make because now all of a sudden you open the lane up and you've got a chance for – we've seen Iverson do it even with teams really trying to keep him out of the paint, get where he wants to go. Uh, it opens up more for Tolu Smith and Garrison Brooks down the low block. If you could start knocking down those outside jumpers, I mean, it changes a lot of things. And if they can find a way to do it, boy, now be the time. I mean, try to start coming on there and, and really make yourself tough to defend. Neil, with about uh, maybe 30 seconds left, um, in terms of tournament hopes, is Saturday hosting Ole Miss a must-win? Well, I think it's a must-win because it's your rival. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't even look at it from that far down the road. You you got to win those games, mm. you know. Um, so it, it, but I think if you look at where the net is, the way Ole Miss has struggled since they beat State, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I do. yeah. Neil, I appreciate you, man. It's always great to talk about Hoosiers and Gene Hackman with you, among other things. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> That's Neil Price, voice of the Bulldogs, on your radio. Big game, Rebels and Bulldogs in Humphrey Coliseum on Saturday.
We'll have one more show this week, and then it'll happen. That's tomorrow. I'll see you then. For Bill, I'm Matt. Happy National Disc Jockey Day. Enjoy it. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. See you then. See you.